the podcast editor here. What is your current marketing company really doing for you? It's easy to stay with one company when it's what you're used to. But today, Dan and Lloyd are discussing the benefits of letting a fresh company take the reins rather than playing it safe and sticking with what you know. So, we worked with ABC Marketing last year and they didn't set anything on fire, so let's just carry on doing this rubbish thing. Now, change doesn't have to be a bad thing. So we're also going to hear about the telltale signs that your current marketing company just might not be cutting it anymore. Another alarm bell that your current marketing agency isn't uh, isn't a good one is that they're still doing the same stuff they've done for years. Mm. I think especially in the marketing world, everything advances so quickly. De- like every day, there's new feet, there's new features for social platforms, there's new ways um, things work. So what can a change in marketing company do for you? Stay tuned to find out. Right, let's get going. This is episode 64 of the Business Anchors Podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Why do listeners need to convince their company to work with a good marketing agency? Surely they're already working with a good marketing agency, Lloyd. Why did it take you four times to answer that question? Why is this the fourth take? I don't know, but hopefully that's the good one. Yeah, okay. I'm going to raise that question. Uh, No, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm going to give you a better question. I think it's going to be even more relevant to this episode. Why do listeners need to convince their company to work with any new supplier? Surely there's nothing wrong with anyone they've ever worked with. That is a good question. Yeah. I think, um, just wanted to say that, because we're talking about like, oh, working with a new marketing agency, but I think the bigger question the broader kind of subject. is like, why are you working with who you're working with? Not not in a horrible way, like, if they're not good enough, kick them out the door. Yeah. And, but as in, why do a lot of businesses not have a better culture of trying to make sure they're partnering with the best possible people to work with, rather than being like, so, we worked with ABC Marketing mm. last year. And they didn't set anything on fire. So let's just carry on doing this rubbish thing. I think the answer to that is because it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to just stay with who you've worked with for all these years, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, again, I'm like saying this to myself because what you're really good at is being the guy who constantly questions everything. And it's really annoying sometimes because it's nice to say in your comfort zone. Mm. But I think, like you say, it's really important to constantly question is this the best supplier? And we've done it in the past. We've looked at, you know, suppliers we've got and thought, are they actually good or are mm. we just using them because yeah. it's easier you to said, use them? You said, oh, I'm good at asking questions. And I, I do think that one of my strengths is I question everything. But I think I'm guilty of this. We work with partners, you know, and it can be anything from someone who's cleaning your office to like a strategic a strategic partner, something that's very core within your business that's you spend a lot of money on it can be anything but it's very hard there's there's the really bad end that's like that classic we've always worked with them and that's literally the justification yeah and then there's what i think most of us uh, do which is like it's easier to just keep working with this company and they've been all right mm. like they haven't done anything wrong also you, you don't know what you don't know so mm. you may think abc marketing you're, you know, they're doing your marketing and it seems to be going well, but you don't know that that could be 100 times better if you used XYZ marketing. Yeah. And I think a culture within your business of like improvements, efficiencies and a culture of high performance 
is the start of this. How and, do you, out of interest, mm. sorry, sorry to interrupt. How do you uh, make that culture happen? Like, how, how are we going to make everyone try to constantly improve stuff? Because even this week, I was having a conversation mm. with uh, someone in the team talking about, oh, we had this meeting to try and improve these processes. And I was like, mm. yes, do more of that. But yeah. how are we going to make people well, do Well, I, I think it's um, anything you can to try and make sure people realise that's how we should all be working. But I think mm. it's, it's the day-to-day thing that build the culture. So day-to-day, it starts with us asking more questions. We need to constantly be asking. Why are you doing that? Oh, we're working with that makeup artist again. Um, we've, Why? We've worked with him or her for the last five shoots. Have we looked into other options um, that might be better value mm. or might be better suited to this project? Um, and I think it starts with asking questions and asking questions of ourselves, not just for suppliers. Oh, we've been doing this like mm. this for six months. Have we thought about doing it in this different way that might save us money or might um, be more efficient? Or You're might definitely get us that annoying better... guy that always asks that. I feel like sometimes I've I've got this plan in my head and then you're there questioning it, but it does help you get better supplies, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the hard thing is, like in any business, everyone has their stuff that they're supposed to be doing that they're responsible for, and then really, then there's this extra thing of oh rather than just sticking with this graphic designer we've been working with, I could actually spend uh, the next couple of weeks uh, contacting other people, seeing like, is the pricing kind of in line with what we're looking at? Is the quality in line with what we're working with Mm. to make sure we're getting good value? And I do think it's not all about just sacking off people you're working with and be like, found a better option, because I think that's dangerous too. But I think it's being aware of the market and kind of looking, because you could look at it and go, oh, we really like timmy who does our window cleaning but each year we just check that um what other people are doing and then we can say to timmy we notice your prices are double everyone else's and we really want to carry on working with you but we need to get your pricing closer to what everyone else is charging that's what i was going to ask you how do you how do you know if timmy's window cleaning or abc marketing Mm. are doing a good job or not because this this episode's about uh, you know, find a good marketing agency or yeah. supplier. How how do you actually know? I think the first thing, let's go, let's go back to the marketing agency because yeah. that's what we know and what we yeah. do. I think, but it's really appropriate for anything, yeah. any supplier. I think the first thing you've got to think, um, is the agency achieving what they said they would achieve for us or doing what they said they would do? Because mm. uh, that's really simple to look at. <laughs> yeah. I would have a big caveat though. Go on. It's something we've experienced and I'm sure other agencies have experienced. I know what you're going to say. First, make sure you've done your part of the bargain. So um, for us to work effectively as a marketing agency for a business and get them the best results we can, basically at the start, we're going, right, we'll do all this stuff. What we need from you is A, B, C, D, and we need that communicated at this time so we can do this brilliant stuff. And I think when you're looking at new suppliers, you've got to be really honest with yourself. If the results aren't what you want, mm. think, actually, if I was them and I was trying to do the best job, have have we been giving them everything they need to get those results? And I think a lot of the time, because everyone's busy, everyone has mm. loads of different things to uh, do. sort out and mm. do, a lot of the time you don't. You kind of start it off and you're really good in the first week and then you just go, oh yeah, we'll just let a them A real life example it. of this Ooh. that's uh, happening currently. Mm, relatable. Name clients or anything, mm. but in our business, a struggle 
at the moment is getting things like feedback when we want it to stick to timelines and things. I think mm. we're constantly for, um, you know, producing videos, we're writing scripts, we're sourcing actors, we're sourcing locations, and we constantly want to get feedback to say, this is the brief, we're, we mm. think we're delivering on it, but what do you think? And trying to get that feedback, you know, everyone's busy, but mm. that's something that, yeah, so a just, real life example. Just make sure, I suppose, first step, you want to judge them what they said they'll do, but make sure you're doing your side. That's the first thing because a way you could, maybe you are already working with the best marketing agency you could work with. So first make sure you're giving them the chance to do their work because actually if you don't sort that out, then you the can't, next you agency, can't moan at them. Yeah, you can't ne- moan at them if you're not doing your And the bit. next agency you work with, you're going to have the same issue Yeah, because they're going to say, we're going we're gonna to get you a um, hundred things. <laughs> don't know what that means sounds like a good and, ROI. and then they're gonna go we've only got you 60 things because <laughs> every time we asked you for feedback you took two weeks so we couldn't work the best we can i love for our you. technical terminology oh that's how you know that's how you work in business how you judge things isn't it yeah. how many things are you gonna get me yeah this many much. things i also think people should listen do you remember episode 48 that we did no i never remember any of the episodes okay well lloyd just to remind mm. you we did an episode called how to spot a marketing agency catfish and in that episode, we basically talk about the alarm bells to spot a marketing agency that isn't delivering. So we've literally Ding done an name. episode. Do you remember that? Yes. So oh, I, think well, I remember the title. I never remember anything. I as an said. action, if anyone's actually interested in this topic, definitely listen to that because that will then help you. The first step that you're talking about, realize, is my current marketing agency actually doing a good job or not? Yeah. Um, and see those alarm bells to then go to the next yeah. stage. What I do remember about that episode, I remember multiple people online and offline saying, what a great episode, Lloyd. Yeah. So definitely listen to that one after you've listened to this one in its entirety and left us yeah. a review. So what else um, What else after that then? So you've, you've established that you're you're doing what you need to do mm. to for the marketing agency to do a good job. But what mm. about you've done your bit but they're not delivering those results or like mm. that that's one sign that it's not working what yeah. kind of other signs are there that people can think oh i should really go and look at i think uh one thing that i i think i actually just saw in your notes for this episode Dan, <laughs> that i think is a good yeah. idea i think that are we talking about things that make alarm bells go oh yeah. maybe we should be looking for other mm. options i think is it's that the decision's been made to continue working with them because they're they get on really well with the decision maker within your business. Mm. Like that's, that's a hard. classic. It is it's a hard classic because it's a good thing. Like it's good that they have strong good relationship. relationship. But then once you have that strong relationship, I think sometimes there's obviously bias there of like, well, you know, Timmy from Timmy's marketing agency took us to uh, took us to Wembley to watch that football, and he's really nice. And I go out for beers with him. Uh, you but know, really yeah. like to work with Timmy. Um, he's not doing a good job, but. Uh, I think that I think this is harder than it sounds, though. Right? Mm. Imagine you're a marketing manager okay. in a company, yep. and your boss Dave is best mates with Timmy's marketing, ABC Timmy's marketing. Yeah. How on earth? Like, this is what this episode's about. How do you convince uh, Timmy to mm. change what he's doing? I think like it's it's yeah. not I, as easy as I think. At that point, you just have to find things that are tangible uh, data and stuff to put in front of Timmy. So Mm. to convince him, I guess not to necessarily change the marketing agency. The first step is your boss is, is, uh, is my boss, Dave. Yeah. 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 I forgot my boss's name. Don't do that because that won't be good. Yeah. Um, First thing is 
oh, I want to really make sure we're doing the best we can in our business. One thing is, I think every so often we should be comparing different suppliers mm. and making sure we're getting a really good deal with our suppliers. Um, I've looked at this. This company says they get these results. They get 60 things. Here's some case studies. They get 60 things. <laughs> and here's a case study where they got 60 things for this business. Uh, oh, this other agency. Actually, they only say they get 20 things, but they're also 10% of the price. Mm. Um, and this is this. So at least give them something tangible to look at, which might excite Dave to go, Wow, what, 10% of the price and we still get 20 things? Well, that sounds great, but I want to ask you a question. I want you to be honest. Okay. So say we were working with your best mate who yeah. supplies our drinks. Yeah. Just a random example. Yeah. Your best mate that you've grown up with all your life. And one of our team yeah. said, Lloyd, uh, Jonathan's drinks, mm. I've seen that we can get them cheaper and better somewhere mm. else. Here's a case study to show that. Yeah. How are you going to feel? Are you really going to then go, okay, see you later, best mate Jonathan that I've known for 20 years? Well, no, I don't think that's the first place you'd go. Mm. But I think that would encourage you to question it. Me to question it and probably speak to my friend and say, I'm, I'm under a bit of pressure from the team because okay. we're paying more than a lot of the other suppliers. Yeah. So can you either let me know why we are so mm. I can communicate with them or we need to look at what you're doing for yeah. us? I think just to add to one of the alarm bells before we move on to how you kind of overcome this another alarm bell that your current marketing agency isn't uh isn't a good one is that they're still doing the same stuff they've done for years mm. i think especially in the marketing world everything advances so quickly that like every day there's new feet there's new features for social platforms there's new ways um things work um so if you're if if that if a marketing company is still doing the same stuff they did years mm. ago, that's a sign that they're really not innovative and growing. And if people did want to keep up to date with the changes, then they should sign up to the Friday Club, Lloyd, which is an email I write every Friday with oh, these updates. What a great idea! Yeah, but yeah, I can think of one of our clients where actually I think they were just looking that they were just looking for us. We've worked with them for years, expecting us to, this year to say do that do again. Yeah, thing. it's working. And we actually proactively said, look we don't think you should be doing the same thing anymore. And I think, look out for that. That's a good sign that mm. they're not just doing the same Because it would have been thing. easier for us to just carry on. Yeah. Yep, sign up for another year, exactly. do the same stuff. But we, we, were, we were pretty confident they would, they're happy, so mm. they would um, sign up for another year. Great, we get to work with them for another year. But actually, that's not what's going to get them the best results. So we proactively said, we think we need to change things up and do yeah. things differently. So going back to, so they're the alarm bells. We, we've established, you've got those signs that your marketing agency isn't a good one. Yeah. We've spoken a bit about what you can do. We spoke about getting evidence and presenting it to your manager or whoever that mm -hmm. is. What other, so, so once you've done that, like I've come to you and said, current mm -hmm. marketing agency doesn't look like doing that great job. Here's a case study for another marketing agency that's good. Mm -hmm. I think we should be going with them. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do after that? Because that, that's not going to instantly convince... I think it's a longer process than that, yeah. isn't it, to convince... Well, I think I think you've got a lot of notes on this part of the podcast, in our podcast notes, and a lot of good things to say. So I actually think you'd be good at answering okay. this question. So that, thanks for asking, Lloyd. That's all right. So um, I, I break it down to a few steps. Oh, that's, that's great. Cool. So mm. the first one, which you said earlier, is um, to do your research to understand what good is. Uh, you know, if you're going to your line manager, CEO and saying, not, don't think our marketing company's doing a good job, that's not good enough. You need tangible evidence. And uh, to get that evidence, 
you can use Google. Mm. Look at like, what is the average kind of return on investment companies would get from a marketing agency? I think it's 60 things. It's 60 things, yeah. yeah. Um, Do your own research though, you know. And and also try and speak to other marketing companies to, uh, it'll be great if you were friend or like had someone who's on the inside who can give you real uh, info on what like kind of results you get and, and give yourself a basis for understanding what is a good result from a marketing company because that that allows you to ask the tough questions when you're looking for people if you know kind of what's good before you go into it and then once you've got that evidence step two i'd actually um put a bit of a some kind of presentation together or some kind of notes to go to your ceo to present to them and i know you you may be listening thinking oh that's effort this is gonna you know it's easier to just stick with the current one i think you know doing things like that will show that you're um, really adding value to the business. I, I think if any of our team came to us and presented like, and they have actually, like we've had things with yeah. our server improving that. Like Lucas yeah. is, is... I Do you know what? I This this excites me more than it should. Like if anyone... <laughs> You're sad. Yeah, no, but it does. If anyone <laughs> comes up to me and like, I haven't asked them to do it, but they're like, I think uh, we could do better with this thing that you haven't yeah, asked yeah. about. I, I basically, that's the best day of my yeah. like. Um, and this excites me it does, more. It does, doesn't it? Because then it feels like the team is really adding value to the business. Yeah. And I genuinely have seen our team doing this in action. Like they they've had meetings without us. Yeah. Spoken about shit stuff we're doing, or like not yeah. shit stuff, but like stuff we could improve. And then come back yeah. to us, Basically, and it's like, so, spoke, oh my god, spoken you're... about shit processes that that we put in place when it was smaller, <laughs> yeah. and how better it could be. Yeah. And then suggesting, I think we should do that. Yeah. And that that oh, mm. that's that's better than yeah things so so yeah so exactly so so get that evidence or get your findings or your suggestions then present that to whoever's in charge basically and say and hopefully if they're a good business owner or ceo they'll be impressed like we are yeah and really value that they might not think it's the best thing ever and better than anything they've ever experienced like i do but but it's ultimately making their life easier because they don't have to then have another thing to think about. They've got their team who are presenting that to them. Yeah. So present your evidence, pre- present your suggestions. Everyone like higher up in the business hierarchy than your position, whatever position you are, has goals and things they have to achieve to impress the next person and this in will the hierarchy. Help that. If you're suggesting any way to improve anything where that person hasn't had to do anything, you're just like, oh, I'm looking into this and this is going to make things better. Yeah. I'm sorry to go on about Lloyd, it. Lloyd, you're getting really excited about I this know, really but tiny it's just, thing. When, when our team do it, it's so <laughs> exciting. I really like it. Um, so, right, so you've presented your evidence. I think that's not good enough because we're all busy. But I really like it. No, that's not good. No, a lot of people are busy and like, oh, that's great. The next thing you need to do is follow up. You need to be, you know, you've presented that and they'll probably go, brilliant, this is really exciting. Great. Yeah, yeah, this is great. And then they'll be like, I've got a million things to do actually follow up are you describing me i'm describing you lloyd Mm. yeah um you do have a million things to do uh i still want you to make that phone call to the bank that you haven't made yet by the way Mm -hmm. um but yeah so you follow up actually keep messaging and i have to do this with lloyd a lot because he's so busy i send him a slack message or speak to him and say can you do this thing and he's like yeah yeah and he never does it so i have to keep following up Mm -hmm. but when i keep following up busy and not shit yeah when i keep following up eventually you do do some good things that I ask you to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, keep following up. And then my final step was like, if you followed up and presented your evidence and they have and they just haven't done anything about it and they don't care about your opinion, I'm saying the final step is find a new job. 
Bloody hell. Well, I mean, if you're if you're really adding value, you know how excited we get, like mm. we just said. Mm. Imagine if we were just saying, yeah, that sounds great. Get back to your job and stop trying to add value. Yeah, like, yeah that sounds great, but carry on doing it the shit way. Yeah. Mm. Which, yeah, I, I suppose I that is it's a not sign. a good culture if you're if, in a company if that's, that's... If that's consistent that you go with improvements, suggest improvements, and you kind of get shut down. Don't, I, I suppose you've got to be... Uh, You've got to be open to the fact sometimes your improvements won't be a good idea. That's but a good point. I think if it's consistent and not mm. not sorry not not that they won't be a good idea, but, but maybe they're with, not the best with approach. Other context and things, it's kind of like actually maybe that's not. Mm. But if say you do this six times and every time it's like great great chat, Stephen. Um, mm. Now don't <laughs> don't talk to me about this again and get back to your job. <laughs> yeah. Then like you're saying that that's evidence that you you can yeah. provide more value. Elsewhere, where I honestly think there's there's it. there's multiple reasons why doing this is such a good idea. Thinking mm. about it, one, like we've said, you're adding value to the business, but two, you're really demonstrating uh, uh, you as an employee what you're adding to the business. And I think that's the if if we continuously had a certain person or people coming to us with suggestions to improve and actioning mm. it, I'd say those people are the most likely to be in line for growing within the business and being yeah, promoted definitely. and yeah. Because yeah, there's, there, you know, I think it's, yeah, go and do it because <laughs> we get excited by it. I think I also, you know, like people listening to this, it, sometimes I get messages on LinkedIn saying um, that really sparks an idea and I've done this thing. Mm. I think this action, this one action, if you're in your current role within your company or your business and you're not uh, thinking of ways to improve it and presenting it to mm. the powers that be, then do that. Like schedule some time to... There's a very clear difference in people in all businesses of people that just do what they have been asked to do. Yeah. And by the way, that can be great. Yeah. Like you're just doing your job well. Yeah. Um, And then there's the next level where it's like doing that and then constantly suggesting how things can be improved Mm. and helping you do that. And um, that obviously gets noticed and would help you get to a higher level job. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. I've really enjoyed this episode. Did you have anything more you wanted to talk about on this topic, Lloyd? Um, I'm just feeling very happy and good. Yeah, you yeah. know, because we talked about something that we get excited about. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but I think uh, we should probably talk about that just together, right? how happy I am rather yeah, yeah, than on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but probably nothing relevant to this. Okay. No. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Oh, we've actually had some really good reviews lately. Yes. Uh, just shout out to Helen Collins. Um, did you see that one? HC. No. I mentioned her in the Friday Club this week. She, off her own back, did a really nice review and just said oh. nice things. And I read it and I was like, that really made me feel good. Well, thank you, Helen Collins. If there's anyone else, um, if you do enjoy this, mm. please do leave a review because it does help mm. people who are thinking, is this something I could listen to? They might see your review and think, ah, oh, um, I'm actually going to listen to By the to way, them. if you're in Nigeria at the moment, thank you because we charted in the Nigerian marketing podcast for the first time. So uh, thank you for listening. Do you know where we currently charted this week in the world, Lloyd? No. In marketing? Portugal. Oh, nice. So if you're in Portugal, yeah, thanks. <laughs> to be honest, we love all the countries. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. And we will see you next week for episode 65 of the Business Anchors podcast. See you then. <laughs>